0: Good fucking morrow, everybody! This is The Darker Side of Midnight. I am Matt Blaze, producer and board op of The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Marano. Joining me, as always, he is the executive producer of The Other Side of Midnight and overnight news anchor, the one and only Alex Barnard, is here. That was very unnecessarily loud, just now. Well, they didn't know that. What was loud? Me? Yeah. yeah. Good fucking morrow, everybody! It's supposed to be loud. Wake the fuck up, then because it's 5 a.m. for you. People listen to this whenever they want. It's supposed to be that way. Anyway, continuing on, as you interrupt me in my intro, he is the associate producer, phone screener, telephone talent coordinator, the runway model, oh, I forgot, overnight sports anchor, Kenneth. Kenny C. Ken is here. You got to bring that fucking energy, Alex. Let's go. Bring the energy. You don't have to. Let's respond. go. You Let's don't go, have baby. to
1: respond to me when I'm like fucking saying shit. I do though.
0: When Why? You talk yeah, we, we can't let me. that slide. You, should, you know, when I'm doing the intro, you should just be like, "Hey, everybody!" Oh, like, "Oh, hey!" Or oh, nah, 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 "Today sucks." You just make a little comment. Okay. That's all you need to do in the middle of the intro. Because if you say that, then I'm gonna like respond. Okay. And then it fucks everything up. All right. Thanks, Dad. Got well, it. That's true. <laughs> Thank you, true. Yeah, thanks, Listen, Dad. Thanks, Dad. Hold on. This is more <laughs> like Broadcasting 101. Right. It's not like I'm making up these rules. I'm in the middle of doing an introduction. Yeah. I it, know. No, A I matter know, of I fact. Know. Yeah. A matter of fact, I had to stop and restart the introduction one time when you weren't here. Oh, my God. We, Wait, we, we, we really want to tell him about that? Because Christian was the first time doing it. Yeah. And I, I was introducing Kenny. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, and I was like, like, dude, I had to stop and start (laughs) over. Simmer down. down. And we (laughs) don't, you know, I don't like to do that. You know, we don't edit anything. We edit the beginning. That's about it. I reversed that fucking because they told me, don't curse at the top of the podcast, though I've forgot to do it a few times, but you know, it's okay. Once or Mm -hmm. twice. Not that big a deal. Two, three times. Yeah, Yeah. two, three times. It's all right. So I I usually reverse that. But other than that, we don't edit this show. That's why you'll hear, like, if there's a screw-up, I turn the audio up, you'll hear it. I don't take that. Or if Alex coughs. Right. Or burps under the microphone. Anything like that. We just let it go. We don't care. Yeah. We're fast and loose with that shit. Exactly. So let's do some behind the scenes. So we heard this... Oh, like that. see so so distract. you stuff like that. You are, no. The behind okay, the you scenes. Get the, you get
1: the fucking chooch no, I, award I get, of the day. Oh, Yo, oh, what, dropping oh. a water bottle?
2: Yeah. What are I you mean, doing it's a new, you, dro- you, you drop empty water bottle? out my, when it's done. Dude, you drop my papers every time you come in.
0: That's <laughs> 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 true. The, the empty water bottle just fell on the floor. It's so distracting. while oh, I'm trying to tee up. We're the behind the scenes All right, segment. Here we go. It's
1: behind the scenes of behind the scenes.
0: Behind the scenes, yeah, it's true. So we heard this last night, uh, Canada. Canada. And we were kind of like, what the hell is he talking about? This is a new one. Starbucks
1: is releasing a new line of drinks with an interesting ingredient. The company is selling eight coffee drinks in Italy infused with, get this, extra virgin Alex oil.
0: What the hell? Is <laughs> <that about? laughs> what? What is that?
2: Wait, what is that? <laughs> what is that? Yo, we this
1: is a new one. Here That's it not is a real thing. Yes, here it is. No, it's not. With an Wait, interesting listen. ingredient, the company is selling eight coffee drinks in Italy infused with <laughs> get this extra virgin Alex oil. <laughs> what? <laughs> what?
2: What? Yo, is an extra virgin what virgin hey, was that? I was Alex taking a piss. Oil. I was taking a piss in the bathroom during the break, and been- I'm pissing and I'm listening to that, and I'm like. Wait, what did he just say?
1: I'm get gonna this, uh, now. I extra feel, virgin I feel Alex crazy. Now. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> well,
0: what? I mean, I he real, really cr- said I that? I feel crazy now <laughs> listen because to listen, listen to this. Listen,
1: Get this: extra virgin Alex Boyle. <laughs>
0: what? You're like, what the hell is
2: that? <laughs> extra virgin I had like, Alex Boyle. I literally ran down the hall to back to the studio to be like, Blaze, did you just hear that? 2 a.m. news. <laughs> extra and,
0: virgin. And, Alex oil And Blaze
2: <laughs> goes and pulls the tape and that's what we heard we heard N- oh That
1: can't, I, I feel what the crazy fuck is now that? I got to I got to check this I feel like I'm insane <laughs> I for sure I for that. sure did not say that Dude
2: we were dying Get this
1: extra virgin Alex y- Voil. You can yeah. hear what? no you can hear the edit you can hear the
2: Alex
0: I don't, don't hear
1: anything Yeah is no olive oil Listen. extra virgin Alex, Look, yeah. Alex, Alex oil Look
2: Alex oil You said that at the 2am Overnight news. This is gaslighting.
1: So I don't like like it.
2: This
0: is gaslighting. (laughs) Are you serious? Extra virgin? Are you an extra virgin? There ain't nothing extra virgin (laughs) about me. (laughs) Because I'm thinking, I mean, this had to be like a Freudian slip that you're talking about extra virgin. There is nothing Alex Oil.
2: Does Starbucks offer an Alex Oil an Alex Virgin Oil drink now?
0: What what is it again? Like an
2: Alex Virgin Oil latte. (laughs)
0: Listen.
2: Get this
1: extra virgin Alex. <laughs> what the hell? Listen, I, uh, yeah. What's that about? I don't know. <laughs>
0: extra virgin Alex oil?
1: Alex voil is what, if you hear, if you hear it. Here you it know. is. Here it is. Just, here uh, it, which is, which is get nothing this more than extra virgin Alex voil. is nothing more than your shitty edit. But, um, all right. <laughs> this is a new one. Starbucks is releasing a new line of drinks with an interesting ingredient. The company is selling eight coffee drinks in Italy infused with, get this, extra virgin olive oil. That was there the real go.
0: one. There it is. But but we had you for a second.
1: No, like for maybe a fraction of a second, and for then like I heard the really obvious edit in
2: there.
0: Oh, I mean, we didn't have a whole well, lot of time. Yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, had, yeah. we had to do it quickly, and... But I had to do this whole thing on the down low. Yeah. Because now that things have been changed, I had to to get it in there, and I didn't want you to see it pop up. Because if I would have put it in, when I was in the control room Mm -hmm. during the show, if I would have put it in, you would have seen it. Yeah, would have uh, gave it away.
1: Oh, so that's what you were doing, wasting all that time <laughs> uh, when we could have been recording the podcast away. about five minutes earlier.
0: Well, we had to record about this. Get this extra
1: virgin <laughs>
2: olive
0: oil. But here is the thing: what what <laughs> what actually caught our minds because we thought about putting that in afterwards yeah, was the yeah, way yeah. you were like, "Get this."
2: Yeah, it was funny. Like, uh, like yeah, what is, is that? And but I was this. trying
1: to trying to be, you know.
2: No, I like it. I was taking. Yeah. I was when I was taking the piss. I heard you say. Get this, and I was like, That sounds hilarious. <laughs> like, the way you said it, I had to tell. So, Matt.
0: I'm gonna make this reference. Kenny's not gonna know about it, but listeners that have listened to the show, The Other Side of Midnight, will get this. That was very Matt Sapienza like. Oh, come on, ouch, come on, dude. Ouch. Get this extra virgin Alex, you're, you're really hurting me. Is there. that am I right or right? <laughs> yeah, a little bit right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay, yeah, yeah, and by the way.
1: But I, I I'm, I'm, hey listen, is my personality that similar to his? I don't think n- so. No. Yeah, not even by a long shot. No, but get this extra virgin Alex, Alex oil. oil. <laughs> I mean, that,
2: that
1: that's a little you know. I'm Alex Barnard. That's, that's a little that's a little yeah, you no, know. That's a little Alex. That is a little Alex. I, I don't know work. why I end up sounding like him when I do the news, but it's... <laughs> do you really? I'm We're going to we have artists. to... I've never heard this kid. We have to find audio of him doing the news from somewhere.
0: I mean, we've uh, There's got to be somewhere. Did somewhere he have a folder? To be. No, no, no. All that like stuff, stuff is gone. No, all that stuff is gone. But there's got to be uh, old, old news somewhere. Because he used to do the news overnight. He did sports... He on was, the early news with Frank and Juliet, so there's gotta be. And he was
1: Frank's board operator for a little while there too.
0: Right, but he and he would do the news overnight at the top of the hour. How far back does the skimmer go? I don't know. You have to look. Is it? You, it oh, you, can you, can you sure go back, back, back years? If you could, uh, no, well, you yeah, can just go probably. back to like October 2021. Oh, so we can yeah, easy get that. easy and just money. pull a t- yeah. an hour and it yeah. should be at the top of the hour. It would be there because yeah. he used to do the news at the top of the hour. He was yeah. the news guy. I'm gotcha. the border, bro. I time.
1: mean, we'll just say this when it when we say cheesy, it's like there's <laughs> there's cheesy. And then there's Matt Sapienza. Like, <laughs> really? it's it's yeah. uh, another level. I don't want
0: to get too much it because a lot of people may not know who we're talking right. about. Right. Yeah, let's let's so, forget about him. But, so, yeah, that's the but, moral of the story here. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but you know what I'm talking about. And yeah. the older listeners, they know what I'm talking about. So it's I don't want to go too used crazy. used car
1: salesman energy. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah.
0: So, let me say this. This is the darker side of midnight where we talk about everything Frank talked about last night even though we've, well, we're we like 10 minutes into the show right now. Um, it is February 22nd, so you listen to this show and listen to the podcast of The Other Side of Midnight for the same date they go together. It's stuff that Frank talked about last night. Now, one of the things uh, he did talk about, which I thought was hilarious, and I wanted to play this clip of Family Guy, but we just didn't really have the time because it was at the top of the hour as the hour was ending, you talked about Carmine taking off his socks and throwing his socks, which I thought was just hilarious. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah, it, that is because that's what kids do. Like he's saying it like, it's amazing. Yeah, that, that well, he's discovered that he can now take off his socks and he wants to throw them. First of all, kids when they discover they can throw something, they throw everything. Yeah, they don't care what it is—food, utensils. Oh yeah, the sippy cup, toys.
1: I I even. I... I think I distinctly remember as a little kid throwing the shoe the shoe that was on my foot off of my foot and it landing on my grandmother's dining table and smashing like some <laughs> really really like expensive nice piece of like china or something oh, like wow. that.
0: Yeah. Did you ever hear that putting shoes on a table is bad luck?
2: Yeah, I have heard that. Yeah, dude, that it fucking explains so my weird. whole life.
0: <laughs> you know? <laughs> see what happens? Yeah. You see what happens when you put. When you, when you throw your shoes, this is what happens. I'm Alex Barnard. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens yeah. when you throw your shoes. You know what I did as a kid? Again, I was probably about, I don't know, six or seven years old, right? And we used to live in this apartment building, and it was like, you know, you go up the stairs. It's like sort of like a zigzag, the way the stairs go, and there was only three floors. So you could look down and see to the ground, you know, a little bit. So we used to throw stuff off the top. Oh my God. And then just go retrieve it at the bottom. You know, it was like stupid stuff. But you couldn't really see, as you threw it, you couldn't really see it because then it would hit the banister and then would go onto the stairs itself and then you couldn't really tell. So I'm, I don't know, like I said, six years old. We used to throw matchbox cars and crayons or whatever we had in the hallway because we used to play in the hallways. Mm -hmm. I decide to throw the Etch-A-Sketch. Oh no! Ooh. Now, just sketch is made out of glass. This is yeah, you know yeah. 1977. Oh yeah, it's oh, made out of glass and plastic. We throw this thing, and all of a sudden you hear just a whole bunch of noise: boom, clank, this, thump, blunk. We go, "What the hell is that?" Not even thinking like. Oh it's the etch we we get down to the bottom there's glass everywhere sand oh, everywhere geez, and we're like oh how did this happen like like this is the mind of a 7 year old <laughs> not thinking because at that age you think everything is sort of indestructible not thinking right, that it's going to break apart yeah you yeah. know we threw stuff all the time and the thing was everywhere and I go and then I'm like wait where's the etch sketch because uh, the thing is in literally pieces. I thought yeah. you were going to say it clipped someone. oh no, like, That would have been crap. bad. That been I bad. wish it would. No, no, I wish it would. <laughs> well, let me tell you what we did. Well, we, another thing that I used to do. So, at the time, I was maybe six, and on Sunday nights back then, people remember this. They used to have the Walt Disney World, I don't know if they call it, the Walt Disney Hour, or they used to show every Sunday night was Walt Disney and yeah. they'd show like a movie or cartoons. And my neighbor, who lived downstairs, all the way downstairs, used to come up stairs, there's only three flights, and would get and get me and bring him down to his house and we'd watch this Disney thing. Mm-hmm. And he was two years older than me, so if I was six, he was eight. It's not like he's that old. So one time, we're going down the stairs and we hear, Ooh. Ooh. And me being a little kid, like, who's that? What is that? And there was some kid, like an older kid, I think he was uh, mentally challenged. Right. And he was like, I'm the boogeyman, and I'm going to get you. And we went, and still, we like went down the stairs, and we saw him, and he ran out of the building. So, <laughs> So my friend and I decide, we're going to be ready next time. So he would come and oh grab me. Listen to this, my friend would bring his BB gun. Oh my Jesus God. Christ! And I would bring my guitar. I had a guitar, <laughs> and this is our plan. This is the plan of a six and an eight year old. Beat the shit out of some fucking yeah. poor kid. I'm gonna <laughs> hit the kid in the head with the guitar, and he's gonna shoot him with the BB gun. Dude, what is oh this SmackDown God. versus Raw? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: this, this Holy wasn't shit. no no, we, scratchy show. No,
0: we were like six <laughs> and eight. This he it wasn't a kid. He was like twenty something years old. Oh, really? Oh, so he wasn't yeah, like yeah. another little kid. He was right. like a man, like a guy. He a dude. Right, he might have right. been 18, but he was a lot older. And that was our plan. And every Sunday night, that was our routine, was I would get my guitar, he'd come up with his BB gun, <laughs> a rifle, and we'd walk down and we'd look and make sure he wasn't there, and we'd go down. And I'll never forget, one night, I forgot the guitar. And we get down, and we're going down, and I go, oh, I don't have the guitar. And he's like, "All right, get behind me!" (laughs) Like, like there's no one there. Yeah, yeah. You know, it happened one time. Right. But he's like, "Get behind me!" And I'm going down the stairs behind him. Like, like we're really gonna shoot the kid and hit him in the head with a guitar. Yeah. You know, like we're really gonna gonna do that. Waiting for him. But who knows? Maybe we would have. Because back then, things were a little different. I mean, we used to have, you know, you you had fights. Kids had fights back then. Well, if he was a much bigger kid, you think you would have executed the swing? and actually
2: clipped the guy with the guitar? I think I might have. One well, if you're
0: a little your, kid... Well, your,
2: your boy probably would have shot the it, shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No doubt. Because at that well, age... No,
1: guitars are, heavy, are heavier than people think they are, too.
2: Like they get well, there wasn't a... a re- good, right, good, but, good swing on Right, him. but Blaze... Yeah. Blaze, well, how, old, how old did you I, say
1: I you was, was like six, so, so it's not yeah, like a had, real full-size oh, acoustic all.
2: Okay, well, and not only that, but like... The, if oh, it acoustic. I was thinking... If he's much bigger than Blaze is, like, he could probably get out of the way Yeah, he was a bigger kid, but like... Yeah, that's true. Oh, you know, back
0: then... Things were different. It was like survival of the fittest. Like, kids got in fights all the time. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not like now where, like, parents are suing and you're calling this one and that yeah, one. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay police okay, are okay, involved.
1: Boomer, okay, boomer. Like, you First know.
0: of all, I'm not a boomer, and you know that. Well, so, but that's... The way we did things.
2: If you get in one fight, like, even when we were in high school, like, my high school had, like, the zero tolerance. Like, you get instant suspension. But everybody yeah,
0: everybody got suspended. Like, everyone in the fight, right? Like, if you... Yeah. So, when I even, was...
2: In, even if you were in self-defense. That's what I'm saying. Like, so, right, when done. I
0: was in school, the way fights would work was nobody ever wanted to throw the first punch because mm. that's the kid that got in trouble. Really? Right. If you were defending yourself, you didn't get in trouble because you were defending yourself. So it used to be like a standoff of who's gonna throw the first punch, Mm -hmm. and everybody would you know gather around the fight, like make a big circle, and the two kids would stand there, circling around each other. Go, you throw the first punch. No, you throw the first punch. You throw the first. No, you throw the (laughs) first. Yeah, the classic. Yeah, and then the teacher would come, and there'd be no fight. Right, most of of the time. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's not what a real fight. (laughs) And even if there was a fight in school, in the hallway, like let's say two kids did get in a fight. Everybody watched, but the teacher would come and break up the fight. And then maybe they got sent to the principal's office, but like cops weren't called or parents weren't called. It was just like the fight, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, then, right. It was like kids getting fights. But yeah, that, that was our, our, our big plan that I was going to smack him in the head. But it's just funny when I think about it now that like, my plan was to smack the kid in the head with a guitar. Yeah, like, that's, I yeah. bought my guitar for that reason. To hit him in the head with, with the guitar, and I think it was because, you know, when I used to watch the, the Kiss old Kiss videos, Paul Stanley used to smash the guitar on the stage. That's probably why. So that's what I think. Kiss's influence. gave me the idea that oh, I'm gonna smash a, my guitar on this kid's skull. That's what I was gonna do. Kiss has influenced every
1: aspect of your life. Pretty well, oh, yeah.
0: not all. Well, almost. Somewhat. A, not good, really. a good portion. No, well, it didn't. It did make me want to be a drummer. That's for sure. Well, there you go. Yeah, Um, and got me. My dad was into music. I can't say it got me into music because my father was big into music. So, Mm -hmm. but it got me definitely into um, more rock. I would say, um, and and popular music. So um, yeah, I thought it was funny that about Frank saying that Carmine's throwing his socks, and has discovered that. Um, You know, the other the other big um, topic he did last night or early this morning, I should say, was this whole thing about his dream interview. Yeah. And there was a couple things that I thought, well, one thing that I thought was kind of stupid that he said when he when he was describing this, he goes, even if it's no somebody I didn't hear of, well, how would that be a dream interview if you never heard of the person? Yeah. Or your dream interview. Right. Like, how yeah, would that be yeah. your dream interview if you don't even know who the person is, I mean, yes, somebody can suggest someone, and you can go, "Oh wow, that sounds interesting. That might be someone I'd like to interview." Yeah, but that's not your dream interview. First of all, I think his dream interview, and he's still talking about him every uh, show. Shatner, a hundred percent, was his dream interview. Oh yeah, which he, he's, he's now done. He's so already I don't, reached it. Right, so I don't really know who else would really be a. I guess there's other dream interviews, but not to the level of Shatner, I think that really was the pinnacle.
1: I think think for
0: for Frank, it's all downhill. It's all downhill (laughs) every other interview. Yeah, nothing will top that. Nothing will top being on stage with William Shatner. Even, remember, he did an interview, two interviews. One was with John Katsimatidis, but the second one Frank did with William Shatner over the phone, Mm -hmm. and I think even that was like a dream come true than to have to do these two shows and be on stage with the guy and ask him questions and whatever. And that, have dinner with him too. Oh, I mean, I think the dinner was more important than the actual show and yeah. the questions he asked on stage. Because Easily. I think more people were asking their questions and he was just reading them off. I I think Frank sitting down two nights in a row with William Shannon eating dinner and with other people and going over these scenarios of of whose people would you bring back and whatever they talked about mm-hmm. was more of a dream type of situation with Shatner but I um I refrained from giving my input because I didn't want to take callers
2: Exactly yeah
0: answers but Smart. I got to be honest not one caller said any of the people that I was thinking What, what, what were really? you
1: surprised? I mean Well, kind no, of because one. there was
0: a couple of the obvious ones the two, ob- the two most obvious ones, Tulsi Gabbard.
1: Mm, oh, yeah. Easily. How do we not? Yeah, of course.
0: And Ric Flair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then we decided, and then I thought Vince McMahon. That would be sick. Yeah. Also. That Yeah. He would, yeah. Then I thought Jerry Seinfeld. Then we were like, oh, how about Michael Richards? How about Jason Allen's end? and Then I go, wait, how about just the entire yeah. cast of Seinfeld? Everyone. Anyone, Sin- anyone from Seinfeld. Anybody who's ever been involved. Larry with, David, with obviously. Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, Larry David, the guy who played Newman. I have like, Wayne, yeah. I don't know, Wayne, Newman. I think I it's Wayne Knight. Or yeah, you're like right, yeah, Wayne, Wayne Knight. Knight. Yeah, Wayne Knight, because he, he was in Jurassic Park. He was yeah, a lot right. of yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so uh, those are the, and, and, you know, I, I named another one. I thought Oprah, but maybe you, you, that could be a,
2: yeah, a good example. Yeah. I, I actually like the, the one caller that said Paul McCartney. I know he said Ringo Starr too, but Paul McCartney more so just because of, you could go into the whole Beatles era and then even right. his solo career. And but he, yeah. and,
0: but here's the thing that I didn't get what Frank said. He goes, there's a lot more, there's other people that are bigger Beatles fans than I am. But I, at dude. the same time, I'm like, dude, you're an interviewer. Yeah. You should be able to interview anyone. You don't have exactly. to be a fan mm-hmm. to interview someone to have a good interview. In right. fact, the fact that you're not would mean that you can you should be able to do a deep dive and ask them questions yeah. that other people may not answer. ask. Now, exactly.
1: And Beatles fan or not, Paul McCartney is just a huge, is, just a, is such a big pop icon. culture Dude, name. Dude, he's an icon, that you yeah. Should, that there's, you're bound to know at least one thing about him, even well, if right. you're not really a fan of the Beatles. Right, but he mm-hmm. said
0: he liked Wings, he liked other things that he did, which is fine. And yeah, I, I assume that, like, if you were, I think, though, if Frank was going to interview Paul McCartney he would do a lot of research and he'd watch Beatles documentaries. Mm-hmm. And because, but, yeah. uh, but for me, there's a lot of obvious questions I would ask any musician for the most part, especially someone on, uh, like Paul McCartney. Right, and the right. first question, especially somebody like Paul McCartney who is, you know, basically considered uh, one of the greatest songwriters of all time.
2: Yeah, Without a Easily.
0: doubt. Right, you know, uh, McCartney-Lennon, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Since John Lennon's yep. dead, you, you, you left with Paul McCartney in the an interview right. and to say, what were you thinking when you wrote that song? Or how did this song right. come together? Yeah. Or, how did? The, the, I mean, those are questions that I would ask songwriters that had any hit song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And with the Beatles, there's so many. It's like, how did you do that? And now there is this documentary that was out that showed the Beatles writing process for these songs that everybody knows.
2: Mm-hmm. Whether
0: yeah. you know they're by the Beatles or not. You know the song. And to hear it, and I have like I have like demos of like Michael Jackson before the lyrics of songs were finished. And he just sort of like he's like humming the melody. Like and and <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like <laughs> yeah, that's it's cool. like I think it's like like a Billy Jean demo and it sounds really like goofy because it's like the instrumentation's like real cheesy sounding like almost. It's not mm-hmm. like, because it's a demo. How'd you and get it, that? I don't know, I find these things. And I, I found it and it was like, and they put stuff out too, like when on the 25th anniversary of Thriller and whatever. Right, right, right. And I just remember hearing it and he's like singing, but singing the melody. And then you're like, oh, like that's not, like this is what the, it became. And you're like, you remember, you know the iconic verse. Mm-hmm. And to hear like different lyrics, like Thriller, the name of Thriller was like, like Star Sun or something like that. It really? was like weird. Sun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, like Starship or Star Sun. I can't remember it right now exactly, but he's singing and he's singing those lyrics. So instead of going Thriller, he's like Star Sun. And you're like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's freaking weird. And I know the Beatles did something where they put out a documentary of, of them making this album and it's the same kind of thing. So those are questions that I would ask. Mm-hmm. anything and I would think that if Frank's gonna interview anyone those are the questions now. Yeah If you are into somebody then of course you're gonna be able to ask more questions and know a lot of things that maybe the average person would know and only like a super fan would know like he does with Shatner But even with Shatner, he still did a lot of research. Yeah, he did the watch, deep dive watch things over to like just see if there's something he wanted to ask him or pick up on something or anything like that now Here are some of the people that um, the callers recommended. Tom Selleck, Mel Brooks, Bono, Dolly Parton, uh, Sylvester Stallone. Frank said he would interview Frank Stallone, which is (laughs) Sylvester Stallone's brother. Of course course he would. But he was, listen, Frank Stallone is in Rocky. He's the guy, you remember when they're around the fire and they're singing... Do, 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 take yeah, me back. yeah, yeah. When he's walking, take back. that Frank Stallone wrote that song, and he's one of the guys around the fire. Really? Yeah, that's Frank Stallone, and he wrote the song "Far From Over," which is from the movie "Staying Alive." Oh, really? The, yeah, the second part to, to "Sunshine Fever," mm-hmm. and there's and 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 there's also a part in the very beginning where John Travolta's walking down the street and he bumps into a guy, and yeah, the guy yeah. turns around, and it's Sylvester Stallone because oh, he directed the? the movie. He directed. Um, uh, staying alive. Huh. So, yeah, funny that he said Frank Stallone. Uh, Lana Wood, uh, who I'm trying to think of, this is the name. Connie Francis, Mario Batali. I thought that was kind of an interesting one, Mario Batali. Yeah, that would, yeah. Was the chef. So those are some of the people that um, they recommended uh that Frank interviewed. All right, we're at 27 minutes, so we're going to end it. Like within time today, we're just gonna end yeah,
1: now. For once, oh, for once, we we're
0: actually in time. So remember, this is the darker side of midnight without Frank Morano. We told you what Frank Morano didn't subscribe to this podcast. If you've not, if you haven't yet, you want to subscribe to this podcast, and of course, subscribe to the other side of midnight with Frank Morano because you want to listen to both episodes this of course being the episode of february 22nd so that will go along with the february 22nd episode of the other side of midnight and like we always end it your influence counts have your pets spayed or neutered